1: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW, void voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: This episode may contain content of a graphic nature, including descriptions of physical and sexual violence against adults, children, and animals. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everyone. I'm Talia. And I'm Tanya. And together we are Crimes and Consequences, a true crime podcast.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Crimes and Consequences. I'm Tanya, and this is my co-host, Talia. Hello. And before we get into today's episode, I would just like to ask everyone to hit the like or subscribe or follow button, whatever app you're listening to. If you're here on YouTube watching us on True Crime Daily, if you could hit like, that would be wonderful. So have you ever heard about the disappearance of Gary McCullough or Lena Chapin? I don't
1: know. Okay. I mean, I've read a lot of true crime. I'm going to get into it. And it sounds bad, but I don't often remember their names. I know. Sometimes when I see pictures, I'm like, oh, Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Yep. On May 11th, 1999,
0: Gary McCullough went missing, and he lived in Missouri in a town called Cassville. He was known as a hard worker and never missed a day of work. So when he didn't show up to work multiple times... The people that knew him knew oh, yeah. something terrible had happened. At the time he disappeared, he was having troubles with his wife, Sandy. And there was an incident that happened. He owned a shotgun and he had taken it to a friend's house just within days before his disappearance, telling the friend that Sandy had taken it and he, like, she kind of like shoved it in his gut. Oh, what? And she pulled the trigger. What? But he kept his guns unloaded, thankfully. So, you know, that's nothing an, that's happened. It's an
1: incident. That's a yeah, big incident. Yeah, it is a
0: big incident. So he was a little scared. Yeah. Obviously. Yo, oh, yes. And that's why he wanted to take this shotgun to his friend's house. So he gets to his friend's house, and the friend opens the shotgun, and he noticed there is a shell that had misfired oh. that was in it. So
1: he thought it was empty.
0: Yes. But it wasn't. No, it was the that shell was in it. Son of a bitch. So it was just, you know, it was a really close call because. Like I said. Holy shit. So his friend takes some pliers and he goes to remove the shell and gunpowder comes spilling out. So it was a live shell. And this is at the point Gary realized that Sandy actually tried to kill him. Yeah, she's not playing games. No. And he said, if it had been a good shell, I wouldn't be standing here right right now. Especially
1: a shotgun.
0: Yeah. Gary's friend said he never forgot the look on Gary's face when he made this realization. And that was the last time he ever saw Gary alive. Wow. After his disappearance, police went to Gary's house. Obviously, it's the first place you're going to start looking, right? To start this investigation. When they got how to old, How old was Gary? Gary, I'm guessing was probably in his 40s somewhere. Okay. So, when they got to Gary's house, they noticed that one of his cows had gotten out. Like he had a farm. He had farm animals. So the police are like, okay, we got to help get this cow back in the paddock. This so, is so weird. I know. So they're, they're, getting, they're rounding the cow back up. And that's when Sandy and one of her daughters, Lena Chapin, that's when they come home. Sandy asked the police, you know, what are you doing here? Rounding up your cow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when the police asked her, is there anything that we should know? Like, no. And she oh. said, well, I have been meaning to call you because my husband, Gary, has been gone for two days and I don't know where he's at. But she's been busy. She's been busy. She just, she hasn't gotten around to it yet. So she tells him, you know, Gary had gone to Diamond, Missouri because he was going to buy some fighting roosters.
1: What? And he just never came home. Fighting roosters. Fighting roosters. So isn't that illegal? Isn't th- that caught co- Cockfighting? Yes, I believe so. Cockfighting. And I believe it's very illegal. Don't cockfight. But I don't know. That's, I don't, maybe he just, I don't know. I don't know. Are there fighting roosters that people just buy?
0: I have no idea. I don't know anything
1: about roosters. I
0: have no idea. Maybe. The police asked Sandy, well, do you want to make a missing persons report? And yeah, she said, yeah, I probably do need to do that. Gary then was officially determined to be missing. Police obtained a search warrant to search Gary's residence. And Sandy was really unhappy about this. And obviously I she how they didn't get, get a, a search warrant. She didn't give consent. So, so they, like, how they
1: look? how because he's missing. He's an adult. Mm. How do you get a search
0: warrant? I don't know, but they did. They searched the house for quite some time and they did notice some odd things while searching. They couldn't find any clothes that belonged to Gary in the house. That's because he took off. And actually there was nothing to suggest that Gary even lived in the house at all. Like everything that he owned including his clothing, everything was gone. Hmm. And one interesting thing the police did find, besides not finding anything anything that belonged to Gary, was there was a checkbook, and it belonged to a man named Christopher Klemp. So we're going to circle back to Christopher. Police then discover that Sandy and Chris were dating, and two days into their investigation, Chris
1: moved in to Gary and Sandy's house. Wow. Yep. Could she try to make it a little less obvious? you think? <laughs> a little less obvious. Everything of his is gone. Everything of his is a, gone. There's and a new guy. There's a new guy.
0: Yep. Okay. So police ask Sandy to take a polygraph test because they're like, something's going on.
1: Don't do it, Sandy. And Sandy it's said two no. two lawyers.
0: Don't do it. Well, yeah,
1: she said no. If
0: no. you find a body, then I'll take a polygraph, oh, is what geez. she told them.
1: what is wrong with her? I don't
0: know. She's not lawyering up but quick enough. No. And so police knew instantly that something was very wrong. Like, yeah. what do you mean, find the body? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, Why is this? Why what is What is this? Yeah.
0: So as they were investigating Gary's disappearance, police decided they wanted to interview Sandy's children, including Lena. Sandy had six daughters. Six daughters. Six daughters. That's there was more than
1: me. Yeah.
0: Right. Brandy was the oldest, then Lena, then Robin, Jeannie, Rachel, and Rosie. Were they all... From the same man? No. They all had different fathers. I shouldn't say they all did, but they did have different fathers. Okay. At the time of Gary's disappearance, Lena was about 14 years old. Okay. And when the police wanted to talk to her, she seemed really hostile. She was really close to her mom, and the police noticed that, and she was really defensive of Sandy. In talking to the other girls and learning about the dynamic of the family, the police found out that Lena was like Sandy's number two. In terms of ruling the house, like it wasn't necessarily the oldest daughter, Brandy. It was Lena. She was the one that would tell her sisters what to do and keeping them in line and making sure everybody did their chores like they should have. So even though she's
1: not the oldest.
0: Yeah. She's in charge. Yeah. She's in charge with Sandy. So she told them, if the police come to talk to you about Gary, don't say shit.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's a a quote.
0: (laughs) The day Gary disappeared, Brandy remembers coming home and Brandy's the oldest daughter. She remembers coming home after school with her sisters when their mother greeted them at the door. She told them there was a cat that had kittens on the farm and the girls needed to go look for them. So they got excited because who doesn't love a little kitten? I love kittens. Right? I love kittens. They go off to find these kittens, except for Brandy, because she had chores. She had to milk the cows after school. What year is this? 1999-ish. Okay. Yeah. So, Brandy sat on the porch for a minute before going in the house to get the things that she needed to milk the cow.
1: I can't or get my cows. kids to do the dishes, <laughs> let alone milk a cow. I know. And they, what like I this? said, they
0: lived on this farm.
1: And like what I said, everybody this? had I chores. Have no and, control. This is crazy. You now, right? go have my kids <laughs> milk it.
0: Maybe that's what they need to do. I know. That's right? what I'm thinking. We need to take them to a farm and have them milk some cows <laughs> to learn some <laughs> hard work. Really? Right? Because I'm sure this isn't easy. They need to learn some hard work. My daughter does, too. We need to get all of them. On a farm. Not on a farm. Okay. Anyway. When Brandy opens the door to go in the house, she saw Sandy on her hands and knees scrubbing the floor with what appeared to be bleach water. She probably could smell it, too. Bleach has a very yes. strong odor. Strong. She noted that her mom was wearing shorts and her hair was tied back. And she said that was really odd, like in her head, because Sandy never tied her hair back. And that night, Sandy sat the girls down and told them, if anyone asks, Gary went to buy fighting roosters, and you guys had spaghetti that night for dinner. What? And you haven't seen them since. Okay, Mom. And if you say exactly what I'm telling you, everything will be fine.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: Lena was told by Sandy to make sure none of the girls got up and left their room that night.
1: Is she like the enforcer. The she's gestopper? the enforcer. Like, what yeah, is this? And she's fourteen,
0: so I don't know. Yeah, but Brandy was older. Mm hmm. Like, yeah. Okay. So that night of Gary's disappearance, after Sandy's been scrubbing the floor, Robin was having trouble falling asleep, and she's younger than Lena. Because something just didn't set right with her, so she's up and she's gazing out her bedroom window, when she noticed Sandy and Chris, her boyfriend, struggling to pull something very large. Robin had a sinking feeling that it was Gary's body what? being dragged and that it was inside something because his boots were sticking out what? one of the ends. And Robin was so scared seeing well, this. Oh, yeah, that's your mom. Yeah, exactly. She kept this information to herself for years, yeah. by the way. And she would later tell police that she could have sworn it was Gary in that some whatever they wrapped him allegedly up in, okay? Allegedly. Allegedly. Lena had told the girls they couldn't talk about what happened to Gary because then the police would take them away from Sandy. They'd be split up and end up in like different foster homes. And so this was one of the reasons why Robin never said anything about what she saw. But I mean, not only being be scared, but
1: my mom yeah. who maybe was dragging But you want to stay
0: with your sisters, probably. Yeah,
1: but now my mom might be dragging (sighs) my dad's dead body around with some strange guy. Yeah. Okay.
0: After Gary went missing,
1: Sandy decided to move the girls to St.
0: Louis, where she married Chris. Then a year later, they all moved again to Sligo or Sligo, Missouri. I'm guessing this is probably out in the country somewhere. So
1: time's going by. Time's going by.
0: Yeah. Then Lena's sisters started noticing a difference in Lena. She had become quite distanced. She seemed just kind of like on the edge most of the time. And her friends noticed a change in her behavior. She started going out to parties and drinking and using drugs, which wasn't like her personality before. But there was just something going on with her. that Some internal conflict. Some internal conflict. She would often stare into space. And when she was asked, what's the matter? She would just pretend nothing was wrong. Brandy felt that Lena must be really lonely. Like, I don't know how she knew this, but she just said that Lena's keeping something bottled up and keeping to herself and isolating herself and, you know, just something's going on. Lena eventually confided in a boyfriend about what was troubling her.
1: Oh, no. And he
0: convinced her to go talk to her former stepfather and Gary's brother, Albert. Okay. McCullough. Wait. Wait.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna explain I'm this. Really yeah. I know confused. you're blowing your Can mind right now. Can you do right a now. chart for me or something?
0: So Sandy met a man named Albert McCullough. This is Gary's brother in the early '90s, and they got married, Albert and Sandy, on November 17th, 1994. Okay. And Albert turned out to be a great stepfather to Sandy's girls, and Gary was too, by the way. But Albert took on this role of raising the girls and giving them some stability. He put them in activities like gymnastics and other sports, like to keep them active. I mean, there's six girls. This family has their hands full.
1: I'm Albert, four. I know. <laughs> and look at me.
0: Look at me. I know. Albert had become really close to the girls. But at some point during his marriage to Sandy, he got the suspicion that something was going on with her, that she was hiding something and maybe that she was cheating on him. But he never expected the person to be his brother, to be his brother, his brother, my man. I know his brother. Stop, stop it. When Albert found out about the affair between his wife and his brother, Mm -hmm. he confronted Gary and they got into a fist fight. Albert said, quote, he beat the tar out of me and I beat the tar out of him, end quote. During the fight, Albert had pinned Gary down and then he felt like whack on his back. Oh, that's probably from Sandy, wasn't yeah. it? She was trying to oh, break up the bitch. fight between the brothers. Oh, okay. And she hit Albert on the back with a stick or something. Why didn't she hit Gary? You well, know, Albert was on top of Gary. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Albert so playing. he's like beating the shit out of Gary. So she's saving her new man, right? And knocked the wind out of Albert. So I don't think it was just like a little stick. I think it was something a little more hefty. After that happened, Albert just said, he got up and he said to Gary, quote,
1: Man, I'm done.
0: That girl ain't nothing but trouble. You'd better leave it alone.
1: Oh, but then he doesn't get to be a stepdad to the kid. I know. Isn't that sad? And then how do you do Christmas and Thanksgiving? I know, right? With your brother,
0: with your wife. And your brother, who's now married to your your ex-wife. Yeah, like,
1: what? What is this? Okay.
0: After this fist fight between the brothers, Sandy officially left Albert for Gary and... This happened on May 22nd, 1996. So this is about three years before Gary disappears. Oh. Sandy had married Gary on December 21st, 1996. And the girls, the sisters, said their lives changed once Gary came into their lives. Because now I mentioned earlier, Gary lived on a farm and Albert didn't live on a farm. So here they're now being thrust into this farm life. And and their
1: uncles, now their stepdad. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> their uncle's stepdad. Hello.
0: Yeah, so they were put to work, working farm. on the farm. There was chickens, cows, and horses Whoa. that the girls Whoa. had to take care of. They would chop wood. If, that, if they weren't used to it, that would be a big shock. I'm sure. Yeah. And it's hard work. Yeah. Chopping wood and taking
1: care of animals. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I've, I've never done it. I've, I've never done it. I have two Yorkies. <laughs> that count.
0: I don't think that's quite as uh, big as taking care oh, of a it's horse. A lot of work. No, but they're little. They're little hellions too. So yes, they, they keep you
1: busy. Yes, they do.
0: Gary made sure that each of the girls hit a chore. That would keep them busy. And, Off drugs. Yeah, you know, out of trouble.
1: Out of trouble.
0: But he was a great stepdad. When they were done with each day, he would take them into town and buy them ice
1: cream. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. And
0: just like Albert, Gary grew connected to the girls and looked after them. Brandy says she's thankful for some of the lessons that Gary taught
1: her. Oh, that makes me feel good.
0: Yeah. And she said, you know, she became more disciplined and she doesn't depend on any man to do anything for her. And it's something these lessons that she learned is something that she values to this day. That's why we got to do it with our kids. I know we got to take them to a farm. Just find it for me. That's right. We're just going to have to look for one. There's got to be one out where you live. There's farms out there, isn't there? Just in the middle of the country. Yes, there is. Okay. Unfortunately for her daughters. Sandy became bored with Gary. Remember I told you. And and Albert before him. She was now smitten with Chris Clamp. How's she finding all these guys? She's Hi. living in like Bumfuck Egypt on I know. a farm.
1: Like where <laughs> I don't how are you finding
0: people in Bumfuck Egypt? Know. And there was men before these two too. So she got around. I'm not trying to like shit on Sandy, but Sandy got around. So Chris was younger than Gary, and she considered him more handsome. And he also came from some money and he owned some property. So maybe he was a step up from Gary, although Gary owns a farm. So he's owning property, too. But so she starts having this affair with Chris in March of 1999. Robin actually met Chris one time and she instantly thought, oh, Gary's going to whip his little butt. Right. She thought, yeah, there's no Gary's Gary's going to take him on. And Sandy felt no shame in showing off her boyfriend. That's
1: so weird. I know. Like, in front of her Sandy kids. Like, oh, he's going to, Gary's going to whip his butt. What about, oh, mom is yeah. cheating on Gary? And I'm thinking like, like the oldest this?
0: was probably somewhere around 17-ish, yeah, 16, maybe. 16, 17. 16, 17. It didn't take long for Gary to catch on. Well, yeah. And, She's showing the kids. Right? Us. And it culminated on March 24th when Gary was arrested for allegedly writing bad checks. He didn't do it. Mm. He's like, I didn't do this. But after his arrest, he realized Sandy course. was using his name and passing the bad checks. Of course. But at this point, you know, Gary's just had enough. Like, she's got this boyfriend. She's now doing this. She's going to get him in trouble. Yeah, she's going to get him in trouble. So he contacted a family friend who was also an attorney, and he told him everything that Sandy was doing and had done. And he told his friend, the, the attorney, that he was going to file for divorce. So remember I told you Lena had told her boyfriend yes. what was bothering she confessed. her. Yeah, she confessed something. Yes. So I, I didn't know. tell you exactly what it was because I had to give you a little more background. Okay. So her boyfriend was urging her to go to Albert and tell him what was bothering her. She trusted Albert, like I told you, you know, he was a great yeah. stepdad. And she looked up to him. So on June 26, 2003... Lena went over to Albert's house, and this is like almost four years. I was going to say, this when is Gary 2003 now. Yeah, and Lena's probably around 18 at this yeah, point. Yeah, because she was 14. Yeah. So she goes to Albert's, and he could tell right away something was wrong. Lena ended up confessing to Albert that oh, tell me. Sandy had killed Gary all those years ago, and that she had been a witness to part of it.
1: Why would she let her kid I know. witness that?
0: Albert had a recorder like a recording device, hidden. So he ended up taping what Lena told him. Wow. And she described what happened. She said, Gary was sitting on the couch eating some scrambled eggs when Sandy walked out into the living room and shot him three times. What? In the head.
1: In the house? And in the like house? Six girls? Yes. And this what? is,
0: I'm thinking this is when they were at school, because remember oh. they came home that but day. why was Lena there? She wasn't there for this part. Oh, okay. But this, this is what, is what, what Sandy, yeah, this is what allegedly Sandy told okay. her. Okay. She then wrapped him in some plastic and haystrings and dragged him into their bedroom. Her daughters were home or due home from school soon, so she locked the bedroom door for safe measure. She's mom of the fucking year, isn't she? Right? She tried to hide Gary's body from Lena, but Lena looked through the door somehow, and she ended up seeing Gary's lifeless body lying on the bedroom floor. She couldn't believe it. And later that night, Sandy moved Gary's body to his truck and then How is she doing
1: that is well that with Chris I believe Chris helped you her. can't there's no way she's gonna move he ever carried dead weight hell no I haven't well I, have. Do I look like I have I have I worked at a hospital for the record <laughs> and a very tiny older woman felt like a billion pounds really dead weight there's a reason why they say dead weight yeah Yeah, so I'm,
0: yeah, she had to have had help, right? And remember, Robin saw something through her bedroom window. Oh, yeah, that's right. And with Chris, right? Yeah, and it was with Chris. As she's telling Albert this story. Lena is just shaking like a leaf the entire time. I mean, she's terrified. We asked her, well, where is Gary's body? And Lena told him, there's nothing left of Gary.
1: Did we have pigs on the farm?
0: No. Okay. Kid had been burned in a burn pile. What? And everything that was in the burn pile was then put in buckets and spread out all over the farm so no one could really tell they were ashes or anything. There'd still be teeth. Yeah, she said she helped spread the ashes. What? And so that's how she knew what happened. And she told Albert how she had burned her fingers, picking up the ashes, and there was little bits of bone left. Like you said, maybe there was teeth. That poor girl. I like, know. That poor girl. And she was probably 14, 14. when this wow. happened. Lena then said to Albert, quote, I know this makes me look like a bad person, but what was I supposed to do? End
1: quote. I'd be afraid my mom would kill me yes, too. Yes,
0: exactly. And so Albert told her, "Oh, you know, yeah, he said, you were just a kid. And you were doing what your mom told you. So he didn't blame her for what happened to Gary. And she's traumatized. I I would
1: be traumatized.
0: Right. And that kind of explains like her change in behavior. She's got PTSD Yeah, absolutely. You know, and she's probably drinking and doing drugs to to try to forget what happened. As I told you, Albert recorded this. And he ended up giving the recording to a family attorney. He told Albert, you really need to take this to the police. So Ebert took it to the police in hopes that maybe something now was going to happen to solve Gary's disappearance. Officially, he's just missing at this point. And that's his brother. Yeah. When police heard the tape, he thought, oh, they could finally start putting together a case that Gary was murdered. However, because the conversation was taped without Lena's knowledge, it's inadmissible.
1: In Michigan, it'd be admissible.
0: Yeah. In Michigan it would. But, but not, at the time
1: there. What Missouri? Mm-hmm. It's not I guess in Missouri.
0: So this is a problem for the police. You know, they're they're trying to decide like can they even pursue charges against Sandy because they really have no evidence except this inadmissible right. recording.
1: That's where you go to Lena. Yeah. And you start doing some pressuring. Yeah. Cause she's ready to crack.
0: Yeah, she's ready to crack. Well, it didn't quite happen that way because oh. Sandy found out <gasps> That Lena confessed to Albert. Oh, no, no. And that a recording had been handed to the police. How did she find out? I'm not sure exactly. I'm thinking Lena told her sisters. Because I know at some point one of her sisters gets into a
1: fight. But Lena couldn't have known because she didn't give permission. So it must have been. Yeah, I think it eventually. It uh, it all just came out. It all just came out. It all comes out. Oh, no. I know you're going to tell me something bad. Well,
0: Sandy got a lawyer for herself and for Lena. And this really solidified. The fact that Sandy was guilty, and the lawyer that Sandy hired for Lena convinced Lena to take back her confession. Oh, that she had made to Albert, which then again left the police with absolutely nothing. The officers working on Gary's case really felt defeated because they felt like they knew exactly what happened to Gary, like who did it, how his body was disposed of. Like maybe they could even start searching, searching. the land. I was going to say you right? can probably
1: find. She's got like some. 20, what, 33 teeth? How many do we have?
0: Right? Something like that. They don't burn. They don't burn. But they couldn't do anything because knowing something and being able to prove it with evidence, as you know, is two different different things.
1: things. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and
1: groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Before I tell you more, we're going to take a break. When Brandy found out, and Brandy's the oldest sister, found out about Lena's confession, she was just shocked beyond belief despite what she knew about her mom she never thought that her mom Mm -hmm. was capable of hurting someone or even killing someone and she had so many questions that she wanted to ask sandy but she kept them to herself for years all these girls are feeling like
1: something's going on well i would be like to my sister listen you're gonna sit down and you're gonna tell me Mm -hmm. the truth right No more bullshit right one day brandy
0: was hanging out with lena And that's when Lena finally opened up to her about what happened all those years ago. She told Brandy about how Sandy had killed Gary and disposed of his body. Brandy didn't know what to say. Really, what can you say,
1: right? It's Go to the police. The next I'll help night, you. Let's leave mom. I right. don't want to see mom again. Right. I know. They're staying. My kids don't talk mom. to me sometimes. So I <laughs> try to take their phone away, let alone kill somebody. I know. Kill, kill like
0: their stepdad. I know. I know. The next night, Brandy and Sandy got into a massive fight. This is the one that I kind of referred to earlier. Brandy was calling Sandy names and eventually said to her, I'm going to call the police and oh. tell them every single thing you did because I know. Oh, no. No, no, no. And that's when Sandy looked at her and said, You need to get in the truck right now.
1: Oh, fuck no, mom. Not getting in that truck. Well, Brandy did. (gasps) No. And Chris was there.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. She still got Chris. She still got Chris. Don't get in the truck, Brandy. Yeah, she did. And they drove for a while when eventually Chris pulls the truck over.
1: Mm, he gets out. Sad. I know.
0: He gets out. And Brandy starts looking around when she looks to her right and she sees a gun. Well, this is my right. I was going to see the left when she looks
1: <laughs> to her right.
0: And she sees a gun, like staring her right in the face. So she jumps out of the car screaming. She's just scared out of her mind because she's like, he's going to kill me right in front of Sandy. And she looked at Sandy and like, Sandy. mom, Yeah. Sandy had no reaction. Because she's hoping Sandy will protect Save her. Save That's yeah. her mom. And in the hopes that Sandy would protect her, she gets back into the truck. And she gets to where Sandy's at. And she starts hugging her, like, mm. just as tight as she can. And she said, please don't let him hurt me. Please don't let him hurt me. And then that's when Sandy says, don't hurt my baby. Oh, good. So Chris lowered the gun. He got back into Thank the God. car. And they drove back to the house. Oh, oh my God. You had me on the edge, girl. Oh, I know. Brandy survived it. But- Brandy said before that night she would have never thought that her mom was capable of this, and now she was terrified yeah, it's of her time, mom. Yeah, time to get a job, get out of mom's house, move away. Right. A few months after making her confession to Albert, Lena gave birth to her son, Coulter, on November third, two 2003, and her whole world change after that. I
1: feel like I kind of saw this story someplace. You
0: may have. It was on Unsolved Mysteries. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yes. That's okay. Yes, it was an Unsolved Mysteries. But I don't, remi- I, don't, remi- I yeah. don't remember anything. Because so. I watched it religiously and even the new ones that are on Netflix, I don't remember this from watching it, but it's an Unsolved Mysteries um, story. So she was absolutely in love with her son. She would do anything for him. And after giving birth, she didn't want to speak about what happened to Gary after that. Because she just wanted to like start this new life. She had her son. She's still living with Sandy because she doesn't have enough money to move. So she starts working multiple jobs in order to provide for Colton and give him the life that she never had. Sandy would look after Coulter when Lena went Colner to work. Or I'm Colton. sorry, it's Coulter. So if I said Colton, I'm sorry. It's okay. That was a mistake. Well, it's Coulter. Yeah. Lena was doing really well for a few years after Coulter's birth. She stopped partying. She stopped all of that. Like I said, he changed her life. And in 2006, Lena had finally started to make a life for herself without Sandy and with Coulter. She met a man that she was looking forward to marrying, and they planned to settle down and have this family together. Her fiancé was going to be a great dad to Coulter, and Lena was working to become financially independent from Sandy. You're setting me up with a high. Yeah. Just take me low. I know, I'm sorry. Sandy, of course, felt very threatened. So if all this is true, right, that Lena knew this stuff about Sandy, she, of course, is now feeling threatened by her daughter's maturity. And she began to feel, you know, I no longer have Lena under my thumb. True. That Lena might start talking about what she knew. Tensions began to rise between Sandy and Lena, which then escalated when a lawsuit was filed. And this lawsuit was filed by Gary's family for wrongful death.
1: Oh shit.
0: Yeah, his family felt that since no criminal charges were pending and it didn't seem like criminal charges would even ever be a possibility that Yeah, they, what is it? 7 years later mm-hmm, or something? Yeah, it's like 7 years later. The only way they could get some satisfaction was to sue Sandy for wrongful death. It's not a criminal charge, but civil. it also has a lesser burden. Yes, right to prove, yeah. you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. It's clear and convincing, clear evidence. And convincing evidence. So, I'm thinking that's like how OJ got convicted, probably yeah, right? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: or death, the, the more famous one that we know. So, Wait, the a preponderance of the evidence is it a preponderance of the evidence or clear and convincing? I can't remember. I can remember. <laughs> preponderance, preponderance because
1: okay. preponderance is below reasonable, yeah. And clear and convincing is lesser than death. that, yes, yes.
0: So they alleged in the wrongful death suit that Sandy and Chris were responsible for Gary's death and that Lena was an accessory. So Lena's part of this. Oh. And they hope that including Lena we'll in the lawsuit. Yeah. So here's finally the pressure that you talked about a little bit earlier. Like maybe they would put this pressure on and maybe now she would go to the prosecutor or it's the prosecutor that does it. Or maybe get immunity. Somehow, like, maybe trade her testimony against Sandy for some kind of lesser charge or some kind of immunity for herself. However.
1: This is where you're going to get me sad.
0: When the time came to serve the lawsuit to Sandy, Chris, and Lena, they weren't able to find
1: Lena. They knew it.
0: Yeah, to serve her the papers. They asked Sandy where Lena was because they need to deliver this summons and the complaint. And Sandy told them, oh, Lena ran off to Florida with some guy that she just recently started seeing, which seemed really odd because the guy wasn't her
1: fiancé. No, and she has a fiancé and a yeah, son. And she didn't take Coulter with her. No. No, he's with what, Sandy, right? Something like that? Yes. yes. I kind of remember that now. Yeah. That's why I don't like Sandy um, for many reasons. No, yes. On February
0: 14th, 2006, mm. Robin stopped by Lena's house. And this is when she finds out Lena's boyfriend, fiancé, tells her, Oh, your sister took off with some guy to Florida. And so Robin's like confused, like what? What? She knows Lena would never leave. Coulter. Yeah, would never leave Coulter. And the boyfriend, Beyonce, told Robin, well, that's what Sandy told me. Oh, okay. So when Robin looked around the house, she noticed none of Lena's clothes were taken. And all her photos were still there. And she knew Lena loved the photographs that she had. So Robin was convinced that if she had really left, she definitely at least would have taken these photos with her. So this seemed really weird to Robin. Like, not only did she not take clothing, she also didn't take these precious...
1: Or her son.
0: Yeah, or her... Yeah, exactly. And she loved her fiancé. Yes. When Sandy told Brandy that Lena left with some guy, she was also confused. Brandy and Lena were hanging out often together. I mean, they were close and they would tell each other everything. So for Brandy to find out that Lena had left with some guy through Sandy... Nope, mom. She would have known. Nope, mom. Call bullshit. Right. Sandy then told the rest of Lena's sisters that Lena had been saying bad things about them, and she wanted nothing more to do with them. So they were like... But they're hanging out with her. I know. And the girls waited a few days and hoped that Lena would show back up, but she didn't. So her sisters knew something was...
1: Mom. Very,
0: very wrong. When Albert was told that Lena was missing, he instantly... He knew. He knew he He felt like Sandy had something to do with it. God, what an evil bitch. Yeah, he felt Lena knew too much. She would be able to get Sandy locked away for the rest of her life if she was able to tell everyone what she allegedly saw. Right. Robin later talked to police and said she believed her mother killed Lena to keep her quiet. All the sisters. If I was Robin, I'd be
1: scared to death to all of them. I
0: know. Robin put up missing person flyers around the neighborhood in hopes of getting information about Lena. And then Robin found out later that her mother was paying her little sisters $5 a piece to take them down. Getting pissed, Tanya. So Robin later called Sandy and confronted her. And she said, I know that you're the reason that Lena's not here. You messed up this time. Now it's one of my sisters. Mm. I'm going to be the one that finds out one way or another, whether it's Gary or Lena. I'm going to be the one that finds out and make sure that you rot. Well,
1: that's pretty brave. Considering you think your mom probably killed your sister, and and now you're telling your mom.
0: And her husband.
1: Eventually, Sandy got custody of Coulter. Oh.
0: And an officer that was investigating Lena's case is convinced that Coulter is one of the reasons Sandy had for making her daughter disappear. Allegedly. She wanted to raise. Him. Yeah, you know, obviously one was to hide right. the fact that Lena right. knew stuff, but then Sandy was supposedly, reportedly obsessed with Coulter. Like she always wanted to have a son. Yeah, because she had ten thousand daughters. Yeah, and she would even have Coulter call her mom. Oh, which oh. is weird. And oh. Lena was really bothered by that. Yeah, like, what is that? Mm-mm. So she just was really possessive and obsessed with Coulter, and so they're thinking maybe this was another reason, a second reason. When Lena went missing, Sandy filed abandonment charges against Lena to obtain custody of Coulter. And since Lena didn't show up to court, the court had no choice but to declare that Lena had abandoned her child. Lena
1: has to get served. They might have done alternate service. Uh, That's true. That's true. In
0: July of 2013, Judge Carwood's Heard the wrongful death lawsuit brought against Sandy and Chris for the murder of Gary. Lena's recorded confession wasn't played. It was not allowed to be used as evidence for reasons that I've said before.
1: Yeah, you can't ver- yeah. verify it. Right, But then if she's dead, that's... I know. You can kind of get in. I up, mean, Albert could testify to it, but it's hearsay. It's hearsay. Yeah. You're right. Hearsay.
0: Brandy and Robin had taken the stand to testify against their mom. And implicate her in the murder plot against Gary. When Brandy took the stand, she testified about the night that Chris had threatened her with the gun. Remember, they were yeah, in the yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. And that Sandy really didn't do anything to help her. Brandy never thought she'd be able to testify against her mom, but she knew she needed to do it in order to see some kind of justice for Gary's family. The verdict in the civil trial was that Chris and Sandy were found liable for knowingly taking the life of Gary McCullough, Sandy and Chris were ordered to pay $7 million to mm. Gary's family. The family hasn't received any compensation. I'm sure they don't have anything. anything.
1: Yeah. It's probably not in their name, and they never had mm-hmm. much in their name right. anyway. Even though
0: Chris did have land and stuff like property and stuff, but I don't know. He had time to get it out of his name, right? Yeah, I guess. In 2014, Chris and Sandy got a divorce.
1: Oh, oh. And Sandy remarried. Oh, for like the 40th time. love. Yes. And all the wrong places. Look yeah. looking put in all the long, <laughs> wrong places, whatever that is. Yeah. And she, she married some her. guy named Joe. And she
0: still has custody of Coulter. No,
1: stop it. Stop it. And for a while, Coulter
0: was homeschooled because allegedly Sandy didn't want him to find out anything about his mom.
1: That's another way to keep him under control.
0: Yeah, right. Lena's sisters have vowed to tell Coulter. The truth someday because they don't want Sandy to get away with what they believe she did. Oh my! I mean, gosh. it's just and Brandy's heartbroken. I'm sure all her sisters are heartbroken over the fact that Sandy is raising their are nephew, you kidding me? and Lena I... didn't get a chance to do it. And she adored her son. And Sandy you get away with it. Mm-hmm. Well, where's Lena's body? Well, no one knows. It's known that Chris and Sandy had two properties when they were married. One was in Sligo, or Sligo, and one was an 80-acre ranch north of Salem. That's a lot of property. Mm -hmm. Brandy and Robin were given permission by the new owners of the property to search for Lena's remains, which is obviously difficult. When Brandy went back to that property, she recalled there used to be a well there. And the new owners had no recollection of a well being there. So Brandy believes maybe for some reason Sandy filled it in before it was sold. And at the other property, Robin remembers that after Lena's disappearance, Sandy had pointed out like there were four trees in front of the house and told Robin, that's where I buried my dog Toby. Oh, I kind of remember that from yeah. the, the show. And Robin thought, well, this is kind of weird because Sandy had originally told Robin that she had buried Toby at the top of a hill under a tree at their old house. So this wasn't making sense. And she's changing her story about burying her pet. I can't believe she's still even talking to her mom. I I know. I th- think that might have happened like before. Yeah. But I mean, it was obviously after Lena disappeared. Mm-hmm. And the police did conduct a ground scan of the area where Robin thought Lena could have been buried. But after searching with ground penetrating radar, there were
1: no remains found. Anybody that knows that doesn't live in a city and knows property, 80 acres is a lot yes. of land to it's go huge. through. Mm-hmm. Especially if you burned a body and threw ashes. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Because they got happened. away with it once, right? Why not again. Right.
0: Brandy and Robin obviously struggle every day with the loss of their sister. And they just really just want to know what happened to her. Robin told Unsolved Mysteries that she wants Lena to know that she loved her, is proud of her, for keeping the girls all together. Because she was like their rock when they were little. And if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't be together like they are now. And there isn't a day that goes by where she's not thinking of Lena.
1: I bet what happened to Lena is a lot like what could have happened to Brandy. Yeah, that's my that guess. night in the truck. Let's get in the truck. It's pretty I mean, scary. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know. know nothing. Allegedly. I guess.
0: When Unsolved Mysteries allegedly. was doing was doing their episode, they reached out to Sandy and Chris for interviews, but they got no, no response. Co- I have no, comment. No, no comment. comment. no comment. Unsolved Mysteries later released footage of some unseen interviews from some of the episodes that didn't make it into the documentary. One of the interviews was Lena's description on the night Gary was allegedly murdered. I think maybe they played the tape. Lena had told police that she took a ride in Gary's truck before he died. And it seemed odd to police because when they checked Gary's truck, they discovered you couldn't sit on the passenger side. Like the floor was covered in litter. So one of the police officers said, I found it ironic because in the one interview I did get with Lena, she said that on the night Gary left, she rode with him in the truck, but didn't want to be seen with him. And she sat on the floor of the truck. And it just seems like so they're not sure maybe that was some bullshit story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Another interview that was missed in the documentary came from Chris Clemp's wife at the time because he was married when he met Sandy. Oh, he was
1: married. He was married oh, they were as both well. Married. That's so cute.
0: Yeah, so he was cheating on her with Sandy, and Sandy was cheating on Gary with Chris. So everybody's cheating. Okay. And apparently Chris's wife, Jennifer, they got into a screaming match one night. So they're having the screaming match, and he said something to the effect of, I can't worry about this stuff right now. I've got to worry about killing a man.
1: Oh. so Oh. I don't know. You know what? i got bigger fish to fry yeah, right now. Yeah, I
0: really can't deal with your bullshit at this moment. I've got, yeah, I've got other important things on my mind. What the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. And she took Chris to Gary's house and dropped him off the night of Gary's disappearance, she said. And she said Chris was scared. And she believes like that was the night because she ended up picking him up later that night. And she said he was scared. And she believes that's the night that Gary's body was burned. I
1: don't know. Okay. That's her recollection. Okay.
0: When police opened the case into Lena's disappearance, they talked to Lena's boyfriend at the time and asked him, yes, fiance. And he told police he left Lena. It was Valentine's day. They kissed and they had made plans for the day. But when he returned home, Lena wasn't there, but Sandy was, and she was cleaning out all of Lena's belongings from their apartment. And he said, you know, Wait, I never... so
1: they live together, Lena and her mom and her boyfriend. Oh, Lena and her boyfriend. Yeah. Fiance. Oh, fiance. Yeah. And then mom is there. Sandy's Mom's there, there cleaning out Lena's oh. belongings
0: like that same day. So that was weird. He said he never saw Lena again after that. So that was kind of odd. Too. I would be
1: like, what the hell are you doing here? No right? Like, just,
0: what are you doing? I'm just cleaning up. And that's when she told him, well, Lena ran off with another guy, so I'm just here to get her stuff, probably, is what she said. This is where I'm going to end the story. Okay. And it's unsolved, and I'm sorry. I
1: hate and this.
0: Obviously, with unsolved mysteries, I mean, you, mysteries, I I mean know, you all got a clue a little bit earlier that it was not solved.
1: But, but we kind of know, yeah. I mean, know, know what happened. We kind of know what happened. I mean, we know it happened. It's just there's no, well,
0: there's not enough evidence to bring charges against... Anyone, and same with Gary, there's no criminal charges pending or anything. But, we know. but if you know anything uh, regarding the disappearance of Lena Chapin, please contact the Dent County, Missouri Sheriff's Office at 573 729 3241, or you can go to Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm sure you would have already went
0: to Unsolved yeah, Mysteries, but at just unsolved in case you're
1: listening to awesome stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, if anyone has any information, it would be nice to have some closure. But
1: and you got some real pissers here. I'm um, just saying. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: Can you just give me like <sighs> solved one? I know, but this was a really interesting story, and it needs to be told because Lena's family needs some kind of closure. Too bad there's not more information that somebody knows. I mean, somebody does know. Well, everybody hmm? and they,
1: they, there's only two people allegedly that know: Chris
0: mm-hmm. and Sandy. And I'm thinking,
1: even though they're divorced.
0: They're not oh, saying not, anything, I say anything
1: either. I mean, because they could implement. You know, they could. Then each- they're both in trouble. Yeah,
0: then they're both in trouble. So if,
1: but it's all alleged. Alleged. I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm I don't not, know. I, I wasn't know. there.
0: I wasn't there. So,
1: but I have an idea.
0: <laughs> but thank you,
1: thank you, thank everyone, you. for watching and listening. Well, first of all, I want to thank my lovely co-host Tanya. You're welcome, and Lynn Marie Jane. <laughs> Uh, you guys can check us out on cr- our website, com. We have some merchandise, some cool merchandise. It says we have new like Christmas themed
0: things on our website too? the we holidays are coming. Yeah. Up? Yep. Fuck
1: it. Fuck you. Fuck off. Yeah. We the like tree of that. fucks. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, sure to say what I'm dead inside. Hardcore true crime. Don't kill each other. Don't kill each other. There's Always also what the idea. fuck, Tanya. There's yes, lots of in a lot of our episodes, I say, what the fuck, Tanya? Yeah, you probably felt that way about this one because it's, it's unsolved. I know. I know. She swears, too, though. She's actually got a really bad potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this little school teacher, Sunday school teacher act fool anybody. Um, so you can go to our website, Crimes, Consequences. You can listen to us on it. You can listen to us on any of the podcast apps you subscribe to. Subscribe to True Crime Daily's YouTube and like us. Please don't say anything mean because if you do, we are probably going to pick out your comment and insult you.
0: <laughs> unless, you <laughs>
1: unless you're into that. Then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. And then we also have what's called Patreon where you can subscribe. It's patreon.com slash TNT Crimes. And that is where Tanya and I release once a week audio For our paid subscribers. And we also release the audio for this audio slash video early, and they're all ad free. And we have over 200 episodes. And yeah. What else?
0: Check it out out. patreon.com slash
1: TNT crimes. Which have it our website? Oh, social media. We haven't done that in a while though. Our social media I'm not really into there's
0: there's good stuff on there if you're into true crime. I mean, we do feature some other cases and stuff that we've we'd never covered. And it's um, at
1: Hardcore True Crime.
0: And that's about it. that's it.
1: Until our next episode. Don't kill each other. Bye. Bye.